Jamie Sherman Paladino. Hi guys. <laughs> would that work? Would that work for? Um, I guess you'd have to. Yeah, it's too many syllables to fit into uh, Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> I was gonna say the melody that you came up with just there reminded me of Troy and Abed in the morning. Oh yes, it is Troy and Abed in the morning. <laughs> That's where I got the melody. Amy Sherman Paladino. <laughs> Troy and Abed in the morning, which if I mean, if you ask me, Troy and Abed in the morning is far more culturally relevant than Hamilton. So, I mean, I, <laughs> I went, I went to at least two of the campuses where Green River College is. Um, you mean Greendale? Filmed. It's Greendale. Greendale. So Green River I'm is basically... a real community college in. In Washington State, and that's where I went oh. for the first two my first two years oh. of college. I went to Green River Community hey. College. Yeah. Hey, anyway, Green River! Shout out but to I the Gators. <laughs> I basically went to Greendale because I went to Los Angeles Valley College and Los Angeles Pierce College, and both of those are filming locations. Yeah, but Green, anyhow, Green River College's uh, mascot is the Gators. Um, yeah, Gators. I never thought that made sense. I thought it should be the Killers. It should be <laughs> the Green nice. River, the Green River Killers. Anyway, so nice. <laughs> would it be the band, or would it be no, like the like the mascot no, of the school is yeah, like the Green River Killers. You know what I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, just yeah, yeah. okay. Anyway, so. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Um, that is a classic ASP reference, if I ever heard one. I know. The the lauded writer of community, Amy Sherman-Palladino. <laughs> Sherman yeah. Welcome back. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Pop DNA. We are two minutes in. <laughs> two minutes later. Um, so we're talking about the Gilmore Girls. This is our last of this series, but we always just have so much to talk we, about with them. We will always hold space to talk about Go More Girls again. Yes. That w- yes. <laughs> so, Rhonda, what did we talk about last time? Last time, uh, <laughs> last time I talked, well, we both, we had like kind of a discussion about politics uh, but I kind of brought in some cultural context, especially from 2016 with a year in the life and a certain presidential election that happened uh-huh. in that year. <laughs> and we talked about um, kind of like along with the politics of the show, kind of the uh, the 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 privilege that is inherent yeah. in the characters and in a lot of the point of view of the show. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then I got you. real heated about Lorelai. <laughs> yeah. I think that was a, that was a great uh, kind of a, a good like um, segue into talking about Lorelai because she's a very yeah. complex character Yeah, who does not recognize her privilege a lot of the time. No. Yeah. And so it was real fun. This week I'm fully fascinated with ASP mm. just as in general. Um, like mind reading 
Or like telekinesis? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's why she wears that gigantic hat, because she can read Mm -hmm. minds. She does always wear Um, gigantic hats. She does always wear her gigantic hat. Because she's too smart. Love Um, you, ASP. I want to be ASP for Halloween. I just... Oh, please. I was thinking that I... um, So, like, I'm, like, loving the Rings of Power uh, show on Amazon. And I was thinking I wanted to be a Harfoot for Halloween. But now I'm like, nope, ASP. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. Anyway, Um, you were saying... (laughs) I'm I'm going as an exhausted grad student. Um... Yeah. That's too easy, though. See, yeah. I'm wearing that costume right now. Anyway, so (laughs) in our time together today, I wanted to talk about just some interesting bio highlights for our friend Amy Sherman Palladino. Amy Sherman Palladino. Probably because, like, uh, oh, I'm going to mess it up. David or Daniel Paladino? Which Daniel. Uh, Daniel is Daniel. her husband. Yeah. I got scared. <laughs> Daniel Paladino. I knew David was wrong. You're not a David. I um, mean, it's basically the same name. Like, Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It is. Because <laughs> um, David Paladino has said Amy Sherman Daniel? Paladino. Dang it. <laughs> Daniel. Uh, Daniel Sherman Paladino. I'm Dan- so sorry. Daniel. exactly daniel has said she's writing herself like fully when she writes Uh lorelei like there is no uh and so if lorelei is one of my favorite characters i wanted to dig a little deeper um into just some like fun facts about amy sherman paladino has anyone ever just called her amy or is Uh it like we all say her full name every single time is her name is her name hyphenated it's hyphenated, right? I believe right? so. So yes. if you wanted to just call her by her last name, you would have to say Sherman Palladino. And it, like, wouldn't, like... Right. It's not that much more effort to just say Amy Sherman Palladino. So I think I think ASP yeah. is a good... Like, ASP. ASP is perfect. <laughs> ASP. Dynamite. Yeah. It yes. also kind of reminds um, me of AOC. Like, it's the same, like, it rolls sure. off the tongue in the same way, right? It does. Yeah. Hi, AOC. Hi, AOC. I love you. Hi, we love you. Um, (laughs) And ASP. And ASP. ASP and Um, ASC. What if they did something together? Oh, my gosh. I think think the internet would break. It would. I think the internet would just (laughs) What if... Okay, so new Gilmore Girls revival and AOC is on it. (gasps) And that's... And that's Rory's new career move is that she's like... You know, writing, she's, like, doing, like, journalism, like, on the campaign trail for AOC as she... Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay, are you listening, ASP? Yeah. I'm writing this for you. (laughs) Please? Hire me to write for you, please. And kind of... (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, And kind of like we talked about... Uh, last time with our third episode being usually the more serious I think sometimes our fourth episode is the silliest (laughs) and that's kind of where I'm coming from by design by design quite often (laughs) because we've just you know been recording for four hours and we need to like lighten things up a little remember that 
Anyway, um, <laughs> so I just have some like highlights for you that I thought were interesting about ASP. Um, oh, I love Highlights Magazine. Oh, yeah, it's real good. You have to do I'd the always read it at the end. Read it at the dentist office. <laughs> yeah, where a bunch of other kids have have spat all over it. I used to read them, too, there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so this makes a lot of sense given that she wrote Bunheads, but I had no idea that ASP was a classically trained ballerina. Really? I didn't know that either. But yeah, that totally makes sense. (laughs) It makes so much sense, and I love it. Mm -hmm. So that's amazing. Um, She is like a a trained ballet dancer. (laughs) Another favorite one of these little highlights is that she had a callback for Cats, <gasps> the musical, um, no. on Broadway, and then <laughs> she was actually... So that's where all the musical theater references come from. Absolutely, and why, like, yeah, absolutely. And then she started her career as a writer at the same time. So she, in that moment, she chose writing instead of um, dancing, which, you know what, is probably the... M- career with more longevity mm, in the end yeah. um so that makes a lot of sense i mean she can pick whatever she wants to i don't know why i'm like justifying her decisions yes it, amy amy you should really be a writer just amy. advice advice from me to you you should be a writer <laughs> amy who needs dance says the person who took dance for 10 years but anyway that was really interesting to me and it was one of those things where you read something and you're just like oh yes that makes all of yeah. the sense in the world Absolutely. um like how i learned that liz merriweather played Gollum in her high school production <laughs> of the hobbit <laughs> And then there's, like, all these Lord of the Rings references in New Girl. Like, yeah. yeah, Perfect. Oh. (laughs) One thing, one one piece on here that I note because of maybe the date that it happened, but not because I love the show by any means, but she was also a staff writer on Roseanne. um, I did know that, actually. Yeah. I had no idea. In 1990. Mm -hmm. Like, that just seems... So long. That's before I was on this earth. Yeah, it's a long time ago. Yeah, Um, and she she was um, nominated for an Emmy for an episode that she wrote on Roseanne um, that that discussed birth control. I've never Mm. seen the episode. I don't know, but yeah, interesting. Just really um, kind of a fascinating. I just I just pulled three fun facts that I thought were just Mm kind of like eye-opening those are the funnest facts love it yes um and then i she also um we referenced in i think most of our earlier episodes in this series um the asp a year in the life interview Mm -hmm. um and i think this interview was really interesting to me because she does answer some of the things that we're grappling with as viewers but Mm -hmm. she also kind of is maybe disconnected from the own her the flaws in the work itself yeah um a little bit so like um we were talking last week about about rory and the difficulty in the writing of rory Mm -hmm. and and like a major thing that um asp says in this interview is that she doesn't understand why people say team 
Dean or Team <laughs> Jess. She would rather yeah. they said, why doesn't Rory have a Pulitzer? And uh-huh. it's just kind of like, but there's nothing in this character to get her there. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Not, and maybe, I, not yet. I mean, she, so like, I have to wonder, um, and maybe she talked about it in this interview. I don't know. But I have to wonder like how much, like, did she watch season seven? Did she, like, right. know where... I mean, I assume that she kind of at least knew in broad strokes, like, where the characters ended up, just so that she would have a starting point um, for sure. a year in the life. But, like, did she see, like, what, you know, kind of how Rory was, like, evolving as a character in season seven? And where, like, where she yeah. ended up? That, like, I mean... Going from where she ends in season seven, where Rory ends in season seven, like, it looks as if she's going to have, you know, a very, like, successful career in journalism at that point. Um, Yeah. And so I think that it would be reasonable for us to expect that at some point in, like, before we see her in A Year in the Life, like, we might expect that maybe she is on the path to getting a Pulitzer, Um, Right. Yeah. So I think that that is like perfectly reasonable for it's it's a reasonable uh, concern. We were we were all certainly concerned. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I also really like I like what ASP says about all of the relationships in the show in that regard, too, that like she says specifically Lorelai's relationships, Rory's relationships were a way for us to explore the mother-daughter relationship. Mm-hmm. And so it is certainly possible that what I'm reacting to so strongly in Rory is actually intended to show many moments of difficulty between two, to, between a mother and daughter who we've only ever seen get on really well. Um, mm-hmm. And so they're explain, they're exploring that as a writing staff of... We've seen these two hyper self-described hyper link freakishly linked. I think they say mm-hmm. <laughs> um, freakishly linked mother daughter, and now we're going to explore what happens when there when that falls out when there's a discord when this when the child starts to become an adult and make their own decisions. So, I think ASP helped me to reconcile my my anger at Rory. <laughs> ASP was helpful to me in my journey because I do think that as a writing staff, that was probably a really interesting question is what happens when they fall out, you know? Yeah. Um, And I mean, we've seen that we saw them fall out in the original run of the series. Like sure there, you know, there was a whole, like the whole first half of season six, like they were apart the whole yeah. um, I guess not I guess maybe like the first like five episodes or so of season six like yeah. they're apart that whole time um because you know and like and like Lorelai is like freezing Rory out basically <laughs> like yeah Lorelai acts very petty in that like she I know does. I know she doesn't agree with Rory's decision but like that's not like, that's not a healthy way to handle it. That's not okay either. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, interesting. Anyway, you were saying. 
No, I think that's um, a really perfect point that like, yeah, they both kind of show it's it's kind of like when you have a relationship with a family member and you both do the same thing in certain situations, like you'll both act frustrated in the same way and Mm. then it gets worse. Yeah, I think that's kind of an exploration there, too. Um, It's just fascinating to me as like a show that I've been fangirling over since I was very young Um, but I have one other quote that I thought was just really interesting she says I don't see people debating what newspaper is Rory working for did she win a Pulitzer yet which I mentioned earlier Um, it's all about Dean and Jess Dean was 16 years old when they dated everyone should go back and think about their boyfriend at 16 and then reevaluate whether Mm. that should be the focus (laughs) of this conversation which I did think was a really important statement um, that we kind of talked about two episodes ago but like and even last episode but just kind of showing that we are kind of aligned with ASP's thinking that like Friends, she's never, 16. Yeah. I'm team Rory, okay? I'm not team yeah. Dean. Yeah. No. And it's interesting, never like, team Dean. in, so, like, Dean is in A Year in the Life. He's just in that one scene, um, like, yeah. toward the end where, um, like, and, uh, like, he and Rory, you know, like, meet, I think they meet at Dosey's, and, yeah. um, and, like, they just run into each other, and, like, Dean is married and has three kids, and they're, you know, talking about how, you know, like, just, like, catching up um, with each other's lives. And, like, Rory asks him if she can write about him in her book. And there's just, like, that nice moment where, like, oh, like, Dean is a grown-up now. Like, yeah, he turned out just fine. Like <laughs> He got there. He got there, Yeah. It was nice. <laughs> he went he went to supernatural land after that. Yeah, that's true. He's off like killing demons or whatever. <laughs> I'm supposed to watch that show just because of the crossover episode where he visits Luke's diner in that <gasps> what? show. What? I didn't know they did that. And he like has this moment of That show was on familiar. for so long. I, I feel like I I've never seen an episode of it, but I feel like I can't even start because there's so much. I'm like, no, too much. Can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I I've never watched it either, but I was told that there's a crossover where okay. he goes to Luke's diner. Well, I guess I'll just watch like, that one. <laughs> and he has like a moment of sadness where he's not remembering why, but he feels comfortable and at home Aww. there. But he's been taken out of that world and just for that i'm fascinated so yeah. i'm gonna try but well and isn't it like in in supernatural he um his character's brother's name is dean right yes yes okay. yes <laughs> which i think is hilarious but it's really good okay so yes <laughs> what were we talking oh, about no. um we <laughs> We're going to watch Supernatural now? I don't... Should we just... To quote Emily... Should we just do a... a, We should do a... Like a whole... You know what we should do, Erin? We should watch Supernatural together and make a podcast about it. And we'll just call... And we'll call um, Jared Padalecki's character Dean the whole time. Cookies in the Dean for the love and And the the cookies cookies in the the Dean. Dean. Okay, Suki, they're gone now. We can stop. A moment of Lorelai being <laughs> but really But she just mean. loves the song so much. 
And that's why I think I self-identify as Suki. Anyway, I, we... I and, and Suki goes, no, I'm having fun. I'm having Stop fun being mean to me. <laughs> I love, yes, I love that, like, sometimes Lorelai is kind of mean to Suki, but then, like, Suki calls her out on it, and I love that. Yeah, Suki's yeah. like, no, um, no, 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 you don't get to treat me that way, ma'am, no. madam. You- madam. <laughs> love her. Um, what were we talking about? To quote Lorelai Gilmore, I think we were all about to start switching topics. I, I think, think we were. Um, oh, you had a yeah. question here. Did we already talk about it? We did. Okay. We handled it, I think. Okay. We handled that handily. Yeah. Handily, I would say. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is an interesting ASP quote that you have here. Oh, did I miss one? <laughs> yeah. I'm so cool. Um, oh, that dang it, Rhonda. That's, I was so excited about this quote, and then I completely forgot about it. Well, you can I talk about it now. Say- yeah, I don't know why I just said dang it. We've still got like, plenty of time. We're here. We but- have unlimited time. I thought this was a fascinating quote, as we have discussed the anti-hero as we have discussed Lorelai and Rory and this idea of likability and all of Mm. these things Amy Sherman Palladino said or from this article on the New Statesman Amy Sherman Palladino thinks the concept of innate human goodness is bullshit yeah (laughs) she said I believe that people are born evil she says emphatically and you have to beat goodness into them. I don't believe it's the other way around. And I, I think that, that is fascinating. I do too. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Absolutely. And like, it's also... Not that you have to disca- beat goodness into people. But like, you have to no. learn. You have to learn how to not be selfish, right? Like, it's innate absolutely. in us to look out for ourselves. Yeah. Like, it's, it's the, not, it's, I don't think that altruism is innate. It's something that you no. learn because you realize that that's the right thing to do. But it's not like an instinct, I don't think. No, in child development, you have you first. You And then you realize the world around you. And mm-hmm. then you teach you teach students that other people have feelings too and that you have to work with them. And then it grows from there. And then I also, I love this quote too, because it gives room for there is no one set way to be good. Mm. There is not one goodness. It's you as, as a human. I mean, to quote Stephen Sondheim, you decide what's right. You decide (laughs) what's good. Like you, go through your life and that's up to you and you can be called out for it if yours is not in alignment. But I just thought that that when I read that quote, it made so much sense about how she writes these women. Like, Mm -hmm. and I also, with the way she talks, she sounds like, okay, let's listen to this and tell me it doesn't sound like something Lorelai Gilmore would say. Oh, absolutely. I believe that people are born evil. She says emphatically, and you have to beat goodness into them. I don't believe it's the other way around. Like, Lorelai would say that. Yeah. For sure. (laughs) Right after, oi, with the poodles already. Uh. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yes. She definitely would. Yeah. Like, like, 
She would say that, like, at a Friday night dinner, sitting around the dinner to- table. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, th- <laughs> it's also kind of, I think those moments of Lorelai going rounds with herself are her trying to beat that goodness into herself, you know? Yeah. Like, she makes a bad decision. And then she does, you know, she does kind of wallow in it often. But she do- and she has a a fair amount of self loathing. But like, I think at the heart, she's attempting to beat goodness into herself at some mm. level. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> that is interesting. And I think that um, it's interesting that we have this like we're we're looking at this, you know, sort of from the from the inside out or like. From the source, like ASP as the source, right? And like her, her process, her, where, like the angle she's coming from when she's writing these characters. Because I do think that like, like the question that I asked um, way back in like the the first episode of this series, um, when I asked like, do you think that Lorelai is a self-insert for Amy Sherman Palladino? And I think like... According to her husband, like she absolutely is, <laughs> like right, yeah. Um, according to Amy Sherman Palladino's husband, not Lorelai's husband. Um, so <laughs> anyway, you can't get an answer. Yeah, from <laughs> but I think that like so we definitely get ASP's voice in Lorelai, like totally, absolutely. But I think that like where we also get a really strong sense of. Amy Sherman Palladino's voice and her point of view is in the pop culture references, right? Like, yeah, all of these, like, Gilmore Girls was known, like, for being, like, the pop culture-iest yeah. show, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, so many, <laughs> it has so many pop culture references. Um, I uh, just wanted to note um, that just, so, like, in the pilot of the show... Before the opening credits even begin, we get references to Jack Kerouac, RuPaul, Macy Gray, and Officer Krupke from West Side Story. Right. Like, all, like, <laughs> all before the opening credits. Um, yeah. Yeah. So just, like, right from the get-go, we're like, this is going to be steeped in pop culture it's going Absolutely. to be like this is a show and these are characters that are very much in conversation with the culture around them, which I think is really, really interesting. So I mentioned in our first episode about um, the like little Gilmoreisms guides that came with the DVD <laughs> sets. So <laughs> I love those so much. I still have all of them. Like a long time ago, I got rid of like all of the cases for all of my DVDs and I just kept the discs. Yeah. But I kept the um, like the cases for my Gilmore Girls DVDs because I wanted to keep those little <laughs> those little booklets with all the Gilmoreisms in them. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm staring at one and two right now. Uh, so they made the move over from California with me. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like we, you know, we of course also have like all of these like lists of like all the books that that are mentioned. Yeah. We have like movie checklists. We have Spotify playlists <laughs> that fans have created to like 
help, you know, like help people kind of like educate themselves about like all of the references that are in Gilmore Girls. Like I know that there are a couple of movies. um, I can't think of them like off the top of my head right now, but I know that there are a few movies that I watched just because I heard them referenced on Gilmore Girls. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But before, you know, before we had like um, all of these kind of internet things going on for all of these (laughs) references, we had those DVD booklets um yeah and so they would list them all like like they would list all of their all of their memorable references for each season in alphabetical order and they would also have like these little do you remember they had like these little drawings in them and there would also be like commentary from uh amy and from and from dan where they would comment on like how, you know, like where this reference fits into the context of their experience, which I always found really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I think that it's like very evident that this is like, this is Amy Sherman Palladino's stamp on the show is that like, yeah, she herself is very pop culture savvy. And so she, you know, put all of this all of these references in there. I also remember watching, like, there's a special feature on one of the season's DVDs, like, about the pop culture references. And there's, like, one of the, uh, one of the actors, it might, it might have been Melissa McCarthy talking about it, where, or it might not have been, I don't know. But <laughs> I want to say it was her, but it might have been someone else. Um, but they're talking about how, like, they would read the script and, like, if, like, you could tell if people w- didn't get the reference when they were, like, uh-huh. doing the scenes. And then, like, Amy would have to explain it to them. <laughs> like, I don't know. They're- <laughs> I remember that exact video. Yeah, there used to be, like, at the end of every season, I think there'd be a little featurette where it was, yeah. like, keep me up with the Gilmores or whatever it is. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So I I did find a couple of articles that are kind of like looking back on the different pop culture references. And there is one that was interesting that points out that um, like most of the references like still hold up. Like there's still, you know, like like references that we could go back to and, you know, still um, find the relevance in them. Um, but then there's like a few things that are like references to like Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston (laughs) or like to, you know, like we talked about in last episode, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Um, those, those references definitely hit different as well as references to like Woody Allen and Harvey Weinstein. Like, well, yeah, those have not aged well. Um, (laughs) But it's interesting when we start to get into A Year in the Life, because, of course, A Year in the Life is happening, like, 10 years after the original series, and so it's a different pop culture landscape. But I remember um, there was a trailer for A Year in the Life. I don't know if you remember this, Um, but it was a, it was, like, an exclusive scene that didn't appear in the series. Like, it was a scene that was Uh just for this trailer, Rory and Lorelai are sitting at their kitchen table and they're talking about Amy Schumer <laughs> and John Oliver. Do you remember this? I do remember this. When Lorelai's like, do you think Amy Schumer would be friends with me? And 
<laughs> and Rory's <laughs> like, uh, no, because she's always doing water sports and you don't like water sports. Oh, my God. And then at the end, Lorelai goes, do you think John Oliver would find me hot? <laughs> and then like john oliver actually like responded to that and he was like yes of course i find you hot (laughs) lorelei it was cute oh that's hilarious (laughs) so i did also want to just highlight a couple of like the more notable uh at least notable to me references pop culture references in a year in the life um, of course, wild. So <laughs> yeah. when Lorelai's like, I'm going to do wilds. <laughs> um, and then he and Luke asks um, the the book or the movie. Like people are always asking book or movie. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and Lorelai says, liberties are taken in the movie. The book is more pure. I'm going to do the book. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. And then, like, when she gets to the trail, um, like, there's a yeah. bunch of other women there who are also doing wild. Yeah. <laughs> and the park totally. rangers. Yeah. And then, like, the park rangers ask them, like, book or movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really funny. Um, and also, by the way, um, the the two park rangers are Lauren Graham's castmates from Parenthood. <laughs> Oh my gosh, they are a fun thing. Little fun fact there. And one of them is her real life significant other. Yeah. <laughs> uh Krause. Peter yeah. Krause. Um another <laughs> another thing there's like a few references to superheroes in A Year uh-huh. in the Life. So when Rory goes back to Stars Hollow and Lorelai's like walking her around the town and like catching her up on everything that's happened and she talks about how like they had to they removed the town's last phone booth and rory goes where will superman change when he comes to save our town from ben (laughs) affleck (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah that one that one made me laugh um and then she also okay so like you know how throughout a year in the life um rory has that super forgettable boyfriend (laughs) And yeah, and Lorelai says he's like a superhero, but his power is that you can't remember him no matter how much time you spend with him. Kind of like every Marvel movie ever. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love it so much. I'm kind of burned out on Marvel at this point. Um, kind of. I mean, I, a little bit. <laughs> I zone out. I just watch the pretty lights. I, I could not tell you. But anyway. Um, anyway, so, and then of course we also have like, and knowing, um, Amy Sherman Palladino's background in musical theater, this now Uh makes a lot more sense. We have a lot of musical theater references in A Year in the Life. So of course, like the Stars Hollow musical happens Uh and takes up way too much of the runtime. Like we, we did not need that much of the Stars Hollow musical. That's yeah, no. but that's fine. But the like, <laughs> the way no. that that it like references Hamilton is like really right. funny. I think because they're like, oh, we should just make this like Hamilton. Like we should just yeah. And absolutely. I mean, so this was like 2016. So of course this was like Hamilton was like the big new thing on Broadway at the time. So yeah, that makes sense. That and then we also have Sutton Foster 
um, in that episode, <laughs> who, like, is just oh a walking gosh. musical theater reference. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, just, uh, I don't really have, like, a thesis or a, or a conclusion here, just that, like, you know, it's always, there's always lots of pop culture going on. There's also, yeah. And uh, Gilmore Girls. <laughs> There's also my favorite, some of my favorite stuff about uh, f- when they put on Fiddler on the Roof and it's mm. Kirk opposite, yes. like, like this, this eight-year-old girl with like the with biggest the- Broadway belt you've ever heard. She's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. But then I also wanted to look a little bit at, you know, I think that Gilmore Girls is an old enough work at this point that it has had an influence on subsequent works um, and has been referenced a lot in subsequent works. um, Yeah. Which I don't even know where I'd begin to compile (laughs) a comprehensive list of works that reference Gilmore Girls because it would just be, be way too much. Right. I do remember a specific reference in Veronica Mars... Where they, <laughs> she asked somebody like, oh, but I found out which Gilmore girl I am or something like that. I don't know. But um, <laughs> I love Veronica Mars. Oh, man, I miss that show. Um, I so, never, ever watched it. Uh, I should watch it. You should watch it. And then we can talk about it on the podcast. It'd be a really good one to talk about. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> I just wanted to highlight a few TV shows that I see somewhat of an influence or inspiration from Gilmore Girls. Maybe you have a few more. I don't know. Sure. If this is something you've thought about, but we can do it. So the first one that I think of is Jenny and Georgia. I don't know if you ever watched Absolutely. that. Did you watch yeah. that? I'm I'm on like episode two or three because it was just so much it was really yeah. good. But yeah. it's it, yeah, yeah. it's like it gets a little dark. Um, yeah. It is a little much. Um, but it's like, it's almost like a like a campy darkness, though, right? Like a Riverdale sure. kind of. Yeah. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, so this is a mother-daughter, another mother-daughter, um, single mother and a teen daughter. And I think that, um, do we ever find out or is it just kind of implied that Georgia, the mom, had her daughter when she was a teenager. Um, I don't know if that's I ever confirmed, so. but, like, we know that she was very young when she had her, right? Um, yeah. But then there's also a younger brother in their in their family, too. So that, like, gives it a little bit of a different dynamic. But they, um, so at the, be- so, like, at the beginning of the series, they move to a small town rather than having lived there for the past 16 years or whatever. But, yeah. um but yeah, it is like it's similar in that kind of premise and in that kind of dynamic, but then it's a completely different take on that premise. But right. I think it got compared a lot to Gilmore Girls just because of that setup. So Yeah. Yeah. But I definitely like binged the entire season <laughs> yeah. in one day. 
it's really, really good. I just like, I think I got to episode two or three and just had to step back, but it's really good. I mean, it honestly is like a CW level (laughs) show, (laughs) which is fine, which is totally fine. I don't think that the quality of the writing is, is like up to Gilmore Girls, but like, it kind of scratches the same itch, I think. Yeah. But, um, but another show, of course, is Parenthood. Um, not just I, because Lauren Graham starred on it. I'm a secret super fan of Parenthood, you guys. <laughs> I love it's that not so, show. It's not so secret. Um, <laughs> it's so problematic in so many ways, but I've binge watched the whole yeah. thing. Anyway. But it is like, you do see like, kind of kind of similar like family dynamics in parenthood because like the like the like the parents of the you know of the four siblings they're very much like we're all about family like you got to be loyal to your family which reminds me a lot of like emily and richard where like they you know and then you also with lauren graham's character you have that mother-daughter relationship Right. And like, I love that that's some of my favorite writing is between her and Mae Whitman. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they kind of fall directly between Lorelai Rory and Lorelai Emily. You know, yeah. like they I, I love that specific relationship and how it's written. I really Mae Whitman's performance is really wonderful. Um, I really yeah, I love that whole dynamic in the show for sure. Yeah. Um. The next one I have on here is Heart of Dixie. So, uh huh. <laughs> which is like less of a family dynamic, but it definitely yeah. has the small town quirky characters and like the one character who is kind of like the fish out of water and is like a little bit more right. savvy than everyone around them. Like that kind of look at a small town. So. And she has, like, the same ambition of the Gilmore Girls. And Mm -hmm. then she has her whole life picked out. She has her residency. And then she doesn't get it. So she gets landed in this small town. Yeah, Yeah. totally. Yeah. Um, And then kind of actually in a similar vein, um, do you remember the show Privileged? Oh, my goodness. I loved that show. (laughs) I never saw it, but I remember hearing about it. I haven't thought about it in forever. Yeah, it was great. So my my take on Privilege is like, it's like if Rory Gilmore didn't have rich grandparents, but she still went to Yale and graduated, and then she took a job tutoring uh, two of the teenagers from Gossip Girl. <laughs> like, oh my that's, goodness, yes. That's yes. the feeling that I have about it. Um and it's interesting that, like, like if we – oh, we should have gotten more into this show when we were talking about, like, privilege and Gilmore Girls because, like, it definitely explores privilege. Like, that's the title sure. of the show. Um, but, yeah, it's <laughs> – I wonder if it's available to watch anywhere. I love that show so much. But, yeah, let's – we should poke around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, another one, uh, Aaron's favorite, Schitt's Creek. <sighs> Uh-huh. Um, and I mean, I have my own thoughts about inspiration, possible inspiration from Gilmore Girls that I see. Um, but uh, what do you think? Totally. I think it has the same pop culture celebration at kind of the heart of it. 
I think I'm going to say something real bold, but I think Alexis Rose kind of is kind of is written the same way that um, in 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 line with Amy Sherman Palladino's quote about everyone's born evil. Mm. I mean, all of the roses are, but yeah. then you have to kind of beat goodness into yourself. And I, I think all four of them, like through living um, in the town, kind of beat goodness into themselves, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I don't know it's why a, that... It's a small town. Yeah. Like there's yeah, that yeah. quirky small town thing going on. And you also get the disconnect between um, mother-daughter that we see with Emily and Lorelai because Moira and Alexis, uh, like, it's always joked that David is the favorite. And Alexis, like, there's this scene where Moira and Alexis try to go to lunch together and they prepare talking cards for each other (laughs) because, because they're so nervous about the whole thing and, like... It all that's also kind of reminiscent of when Paris has the talking points for her date. Uh-huh. Yeah, totally. <laughs> what if he totally. doesn't have a zagat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love Paris. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also see a little bit of like uh, a through line of like downward socioeconomic mobility, right? Because totally. they, the um, the Rose family, like they lose their fortune. And so they have to move yeah. to this little dinky small town, um, which is like, I mean, Lorelai chooses that path, sure. but it's still kind of a similar, um, it's kind of like if Emily and Richard had to move to Stars Hollow with Lorelai, <laughs> like, that, like right. that's, that's what Shit's Creek is. And it's kind of interesting, too. I would wonder if Lorelai always loved Stars Hollow, like, from the first step, or if she had to grow to love it, mm. because... At the end, David, after all of this, falls in love with the town and stays there with his husband and, Mm -hmm. like, becomes, like, in love with the town in the same way that Lorelai does with Schitt's Creek, or not with uh, Stars Hollow. So Uh (laughs) I just wonder if Lorelai always loved it or if it, there was a growing moment, you know? Yeah. And then the last two shows I have on my list, we can kind of talk about in tandem because they're from the same creator um (laughs) the mindy project and never Uh have i ever Uh so uh, we were talking um before we started recording we were talking about um the like the kind of uh storyline in the mindy project when mindy lahiri is visiting um uh danny's mom because she's going through chemotherapy and so she brings her dvds of gilmore girls to watch like while while she does her therapy and uh so like we were talking about how like they um like she talks she's like last time on gilmore girls we were wondering (laughs) if rory would get her study or would be accepted to study abroad (laughs) that does not happen in gilmore girls what the heck is she talking about and then like um Annette is like, she's so talented at watercolors. I hope she gets to go to Paris or like whatever. <laughs> like, what? That does not happen on Gilmore Girls. What is, where did they get this? It's really funny. Uh-huh. It's almost like that was written by somebody who wanted to make a Gilmore Girls reference, but they'd never watched the show. And so they just assumed <laughs> that right, this is what it was right, about. Right. Even though I'm pretty sure Mindy Kaling is a Gilmore Girls fan, but that's. Sure. <laughs> 
It also, I think it also kind of pokes at how ridiculous Gilmore Girls can be sometimes. (laughs) I mean, that is definitely something that you could see happening on Gilmore Girls. Like that, it was that kind of like, like, uh, like, especially like in the earlier seasons, a lot of Rory's like journey and a lot of her storyline and conflicts came through her academic life. And so like, that's, that's definitely something that would have fit with, you know, with hers. I mean, she wasn't like a watercolor painter, but like, right. (laughs) Though, like, like, I could see why you would, you, you know, if you're making up a storyline for Gilmore Girls and had never seen the show before, I could see where (laughs) that would come from. Kind of like a spec script. Like, yeah, that would be exactly. the that would be the spec script for <laughs> for Gilmore Girls. Like the heart heart wrenching moment where Rory smashes Paris's three uh, D rendering of like some monument yes. or something, when and that's like just met. the most dramatic thing that could ever happen. Gosh. <laughs> Horrible. And then she, like, tries to help her, but then Paris is all bitter about it. And so then Rory, like, knows the most facts about Martin Luther to, like, get back at her. And and by the way, it takes Rory two seconds to go from I'm sorry to I hate you. To, like, I'm going to be the Martin Luther expert here in this. I know the most about the Reformation. Thank you very much. Uh, Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. (laughs) But we see that same kind of like high achieving teen girls and the pressure that they feel to achieve in another Mindy Kaling show. Never have I ever. Uh huh. The best show ever. I love it so much. Yeah. So this show also um, explores mother daughter relationships. And other family relationships, because her grandmother is there, too, and her cousin. So that, like, kind of went, like, female, fam- familial relationships yeah. and, like, what thy- what that dynamic is like um, in a really cool ways. Yeah. I love that show so much. <laughs> it's really good. I think I watched all of that in one day. Oh, yeah. I haven't gone back to the second season. I should oh, do- go do that. The third season just came out. You got a lot of catching up to do. I got a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> That's so good. It's so, so good. My my mom watched it, too, and she loved it, Aww. too. Her, like, I think... I think the, the season one finale where she, where she and her mom go to the beach like with her dad's yeah. ashes I'm, I was like bawling <laughs> oh, absolutely <laughs> it's so good in in the quarantine Nicole and I texted through the entire s- series in one day mm. and we kept saying like well do you want to try an episode and we did and then oh well one more okay well one more uh-huh. and then, <laughs> then in the You're way like on Portlandia the with, the, exactly. with the Battlestar Galactica <laughs> In the way that days could kind of get away from you in the quarantine, oh, yeah. we we got we were like, okay, one more, and then it was we had watched all of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. okay, I guess we're done then. Yeah, totally. Uh, we might need to do because when when we did our Mindy Kaling bonus episode, never have I ever hadn't come out yet. We might yeah. need to do an episode. We like do a series on Never Have I Ever. Totally, but we also need to do veronica mars 
Yeah. <laughs> Just like all the all the high school girl shows all together. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. We took a quiz. We did take a quiz. Uh I don't know how we feel about the results. I'm upset. <laughs> Well, remember, this is just about your personality. It's not about the choices that you make or your morality. It's about how you process information and how you view the world. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Rhonda, who did you get? I got Rory. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. But I will caveat that with, so, like, the particular quiz that we took for, like, at least, like, three of the questions, there were, like, two answers that I resonate because, you know, multiple choice. So there were two answers that I resonated with equally. So yeah. after I got Rory, I went back and did it again and chose the other answers. And that time I got Suki. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Which I'm, you know, totally happy with. Yeah, I'm actually kind of the best character. I'm actually happy with Rory because, as I mentioned, my toxic trait is that I like Rory <laughs> through. That's not through the no. whole series. <laughs> no, I get it. I I'm like good for her. Good for her. <laughs> good for you know what? Good. You for know what? Her. Good for her. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but you also got I Rory. Got, I got Rory, but we all know I'm a Paris Kirk. Come on. <laughs> Paris Kirk, yes. Oh, oh Kirk. Paris Kirk combo. Oh, Kirk. This this series of ours did not have nearly enough Kirk in it, I'm sorry to say. Oh my gosh, I know. We didn't talk about him at all. You know what? We'll he just went... do an entire four part yes. series just about yes. Kirk. The Kirk Gleason Perfect. five. <laughs> Cat Kirk or human Kirk. See, it's not confusing Cat... yes, at all. Yes, exactly. <laughs> When I, well, it's not confusing when you think about it. No, it's still pretty confusing. No, it's still confusing. <laughs> yeah. Bye, human Kirk. And then later in that episode where he's just completely beat up uh-huh. by his cat. And Babette's like, I, I love cats, but I love Kirk about the same. It's about 50-50. And that's a compliment. That's a compliment. I love we also didn't talk oh, enough Babette. about Babette and Patty. Oh, Babette and Miss Patty. Babette, Miss Patty. <laughs> Pierpont, gorgeous. Pierpont. I love her. Hello, sailor. Hello, sailor. Hello, sailor. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we're going to go watch it. We're going to go watch the show again. That moment where Miss Patty... Like the the <laughs> picture of Lorelai falls out of her wallet. And she's like, Why do you have a picture, have a picture of, of, me? of me? You know, in case I meet a gentleman and need to. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love her. Uh, okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. Great. Um, so I think what we're finding out here is maybe that we are Babette and Miss Patty. I think that's sure. That's that's aspirational, honestly. Yeah, that's that's kind of the plan that's, for the future. Yeah, and then we'll be like, mm-hmm. "Want to go to dinner? We go to dinner." <laughs> like, <laughs> listen, you want to go to dinner? You go, you to, go dinner. to dinner. <laughs> exactly. So. You got the gams. I got a body in the <laughs> in the trunk of my car. <laughs> 
Oh, love it. Love it, love it. Okay. Um, We don't want to be done talking about Gilmore Girls. Can you tell? And we never, we never, (laughs) we never will be. be. We never will be. Um, We love it so much. Uh, Me too. Yeah. So, what are we talking about next month? Did we decide? We decided, didn't we? Lovecraft Country, right? (gasps) Yes. Uh Lovecraft Country. I should read the book. Yeah, I only know the premise. I've never seen it. I'm going into Ooh. it a new a new baby. Love so, that. And I do I do have experience with the text with Lovecraft. of um of yeah. Lovecraft and also how deeply problematic oh, a lot yeah. of that stuff is. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I I'm excited to see this the show. Mm. I'm very excited about it. I think that'll be it'll be fun for our October Yeah. Spooky episodes tune in for that yay yeah and um, uh yeah anything do you have anything to add Erin? no no i don't <laughs> i would i would like us all to take a moment to welcome in fall because yes. we need her it's here and also by the time you are hearing this Andor will have premiered. Yes. Which I'm very excited for. Anyway. Excellent. I'm just along for the ride with Andor. On I'm just... I've, that's, the, that's my new attitude with anything Star Wars. I'm like, I'm not going to have any expectations. I'm just sure. going to be along for the ride. Yeah. Well, it's it's difficult <laughs> to be a super fan and to have new it things is. come out. I, I think, mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, we have so much new Star Wars stuff. In the pipeline yeah. that I yeah. honestly can't really form any any meaningful expectations about any of it because there's so much. So, you know what? There's I'm just so much. along for the ride. I was very, you know, I guess we're talking about Star Wars now. So I was, uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, I was so like overjoyed to be surprised with Leia in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series and uh-huh. like i just want to have that joy again <laughs> when i watch star I just wars want to feel that so joy. i'm not going into any more new star wars things with any expectations at all so perfect that's my okay anyway perfect. i'm sure everyone needed to know that desperately they so did. they did <laughs> okay um yes thank you friends thanks friends we'll see you next time okay goodbye bye bye